With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, the one, two, three is about shame. We all have it. It's the most human, primitive emotion that we experience. How do you define it? The intensely painful feeling that we are unworthy of love and belonging. And does it occur after a particular incident or does it occur over, you know, many life experiences? Both. Both. It could, it could happen in an instant. You know, there are specific memories that we can recall that can bring up shame for us. But there are also very insidious, quiet messages that we just marinate in over a lifetime. This is what I have always known about and tried to get across to people. And don't think I was successful at it, really, uh, in the 25 years of the Oprah show. The thing about abuse, and particularly sexual abuse, most people think it's about the sex. It's really about the shame that occurs after the sex and it's keeping it the secret and we're only as as liberated as our secrets and the secret creates the shame and you end up feeling like you're a bad person and it's the shame that damages your life the actual act itself people can get over that but it's the shame that you carry with it there is no question in my mind no that's question truth. about that that's just truth that's just that's like god truth yeah um i think shame is lethal I think shame is deadly. Um, and I think we are swimming in it deep. Do people recognize it, no. though? I think people don't recognize so people it. People have one or two reactions when I say shame. They yeah. say, I don't know what you're talking about, but that has nothing to do with me. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but here's the bottom line with shame. <laughs> the less you talk about it, the more you got it. it. Shame needs three things to grow exponentially in our lives. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. Yeah. So you put shame in a petri dish. Yeah. And you douse it with a little secrecy, a little silence, and a little judgment. It grows exponentially. It will creep into every corner and crevice of your life. And shape all of your... Shape everything. Shape everything. The way you think, the yeah. way you think about yourself, the way you think about other people, the way everything. you interact with other people, what you do, the choices you make, who you marry, who you... All of it. Yeah. You put the same amount of shame in a petri dish, and you douse it with empathy. Mm-hmm. You've created an environment that is hostile to shame. Wow. Shame cannot survive being spoken. It cannot survive empathy. So if I call you, if I, something really shaming happens to me. And you talk about it. And I call you and I say, oh, God, Everett's Brene, you're not going to believe what happened. I'm in such deep shame. And you say, what's going on? And I tell you and you express empathy. Yes. Shame can't survive it. Shame hacked. Shame depends on me buying in to the belief that I'm alone. Mm. You know, I have a good friend, Robert Hilliker, who I work with, and he's a therapist, and he always says, hey, keep the shadow up here because it can only take you down from behind. 
Whoa, that's good. Yeah. Good book. The Gifts of Imperfection, Brene says, we need to look before we take the vulnerability leap and choose carefully who we open up to. So I love in Gifts of Imperfection where you say, we share a shame story with the wrong person. They can easily become one more piece of flying debris, so well said, in an already dangerous storm. We want solid connection in a situation like this, something akin to a sturdy tree firmly planted in the ground. We definitely want to avoid the following. The friend who hears the story and actually feels shame for you, she gasps and confirms how horrified you should be. Then there's awkward silence. Oh, yeah. Then you have to make her feel better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had that happen? Oh, my goodness. Where you're like, yeah. Oh, so God. now you have to now get yeah. your shingle out for that person. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm still in shame, and I have one less friend down. I'm like, and you're gone. <laughs> the friend who responds with sympathy, I feel so sorry for you rather than empathy. I get it. I feel with you, and I've been there. If you want to see a shame cyclone turn deadly, throw one of these at it. Oh, you poor thing. Yes. Or the incredibly passive-aggressive southern version of sympathy. I love this. Bless your heart. Yes. That just make, that gives me the shivers when you say that. That's yes. like, I'm fixing to tear you down and God is on my side. Yeah. It is the worst. We've all been there. The friend who needs you to be the pillar of worthiness and authenticity. She can't help because she's too disappointed in your imperfections because you've let her down. Yes. Painful. The friend who is so uncomfortable with vulnerability that she scolds, how did you let this happen? The friend who's all about making it better and out of her own discomfort refuses to acknowledge that you can actually be crazy and make terrible choices. You're exaggerating, the person says. It wasn't that bad. Right. Yes. And the friend who confuses connection with the opportunity to one-up you. Well, that's nothing. Listen to what happened to me. So when you open yourself up and you're vulnerable enough to share something that has shamed you, what are you really looking for? I'm looking for... I'm looking for the person who loves me, not despite my vulnerability and imperfection, but because of it. I'm looking for what I call my move the body friends. I'm looking for the folks who are going to show up and wade through the deep with me. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's a myth that you should have more than one or two of those. You know, the TV commercials that show 15 of us laughing and doing that kind of stuff. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You got one person in your life who you can call and say... I just told a bold-faced lie to someone I care about and I have no way to get out of it and I'm in a shame yeah. storm of epic proportion. You have one person that look at you and say, all right, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I've done it. Let's talk it through. You are so lucky. And if you have two or three, that's forget it. it. That, forget Lottery. It. Lottery. Lottery. Yeah. And you know what we, what we all do, myself included, is we steamroll over those people to get the attention and appreciation of the people who will never show up for us like that. Wow. So like, you know, you may be my best friend and you might be all around me all the time, but those folks, those women at the mall that Mm -hmm. I don't know, Mm -hmm. they're the ones I'm really worried about. Yeah. Trying to please or prove yourself to them. And you say, of course, we're all capable of being these friends, but especially if someone tells us a story that gets right up in our own shame, that's when you're, that's when it hits the nerve, right? You're human, imperfect and vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. It's hard to practice compassion when we're struggling with our own authenticity or when our own worthiness is off balance. And you know what means the most to me? What means the most to me is if I go to someone with my shame story, and my whole mantra is you share with people who've earned the right to hear your story. Damn, that is good. Right? Doggone it. Like, you have to earn the right to hear my story. It's an honor to hold space for me when I'm in shame. Like, and so 
I want to share. And if I share oh, with them, we need to just take yeah. pause with that for a moment. Okay. You should, because this is how people get so messed up and violated. They, it's like the Bible says, casting your pearls before swine. It's you true. Know, offering yourself up to people who don't deserve to have that offering. That's right. And you have to think long and hard about who has earned the right to hear the story and with whom am I in a relationship that can bear the weight of the story. Wow. That is, that is powerful. And if I go to someone and I share it and they come back with one of those bad, not, not helpful, not empathic answers, mm-hmm. and then a week later or a day later, an hour later, they call and say, I didn't show up for you. You were so much in my stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't be with you in that. That means even more to me. We're not going to do empathy perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to have the right response every time. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It's, it's so overwhelmingly powerful. I have to take a break. I have to just take a break right now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.